Welcome to AMI Sites, a podcast that offers you access to thought leaders who can help you expand your entrepreneurial toolbox. Learn from seasoned entrepreneurs who have already walked in your shoes and can help you with your day-to-day business decisions. With your host, Ami Kassar. Ami is the founder and CEO of Multifunding, an advisory company that helps you grow and stay in control of your business. Hello and welcome. My name is Ami Kassar, founder and CEO of Multifunding. Since 2010, Multifunding has helped businesses achieve their biggest growth goals through creative and personalized funding solutions, working with hundreds of lenders across the nations. Joining us today is Anita Campbell. Anita is the founder and CEO of Small Business Trends LLC. She founded the site in 2003 and was named one of the 30 small business IT influencers to follow in 2020 by BizTech Magazine. Our main topics today will focus on the challenges that small businesses have had in her community during the pandemic and how they're coming out of it. Welcome, Anita. Well, Ami, it's great to be with you. I've, you know, we've known each other for a while and I'm delighted to be on your show. So thank you for having me. Thank you so much. So how are you today? Well, we're doing great down here in Florida. And uh, it's wonderful that we're coming out of this pandemic. I mean, I'm so thankful. It's just amazing. So tell us a little bit about you and your background and your site and the community and just give us a little backstory. Well, sure. I like to call myself an accidental publisher. So that's really what I do. I'm, I'm a publisher of content for small businesses. So our entire market is the small business market. That's all we serve. And basically those that are around 100 employees or staff members or under. But I got into that accidentally. I really wanted to just start a newsletter. I was doing a little consulting back in 2003 and I needed an easy way to publish some articles that I wanted to put in this newsletter, some advice articles. And I was messing around with Dreamweaver and trying to set up HTML pages. And it was just, it was just taking me forever. And someone said, have you heard about these things called blogs? Now, mind you, this is back in 2003. So it was very early in the blogging era. And I said, yeah, I've heard of it. So I went over to blogger.com, set up an account. I couldn't believe how easy it was to publish. And fast forward to today, I'm in the publishing business. Tell us about the site, who it serves, what it talks about, the community. Give give us a little bit more of the story. Sure. Well, um, you know, we like to say we're all about small business success delivered daily. So the type of content we cover is really content that we feel small business owners and their managers, their key staff need in order to be successful. So I try to think of myself as a business owner. Now, what do I need to be successful? Well, I need to know about tools that are out there. So we talk about different tools and how to select them and which ones are best for for what type of business or maybe certain industries or certain types of tasks that you need to do. We give general advice about how to operate your business and how to do it effectively. It ranges everything from how to uh, protect yourself from embezzlement from within. That's a big issue for small businesses who tend not to have a lot of um, 
controls in place because of the size of the business, all the way up to, you know, marketing. How do you expand your business? How do you do it on a shoestring? So we cover a full range of that type of thing. And we also talk about the vendors that are out there. So we cover vendors. Who are they? Which ones serve the small business market? Which ones are serious about small business? You know, a lot of vendors say they serve small businesses, but, you know, they're not really that serious. It's, it's sort of like, okay, we have a page on our site for it. But you know the ones that are really serious because they're investing in products. They're trying to understand the pain points that small businesses go through. And so we like to cover those. We like to cover their news. We like to address whatever needs to be addressed. Uh, funding. Funding is a big area. You know, how do you get the money to expand your business? How do you get the money to just meet overhead and make payroll? And also, you know, managing your money. So hopefully that gives you a wide range of the type of things we talk about. And there are many more things. We do everything from book reviews, business book reviews, to uh, we cover events, whatever it is. We cover it if it relates to small business. There are opportunities for your audience to interact with you and tell you what's important to them and to comment or participate in dialogue or anything like that. Absolutely. So, you know, we enable comments. We moderate all of our comments, of course, because you have to to prevent being overrun from spam. But uh, we get some really good, you know, comments and questions. So a lot of the people who write on the site, the, the writers that we like, are the ones who engage with the commenters and who will come back and they will answer questions from commenters. I mean, and not just, you know, like a sort of self-serving comment, like, well, that was a great article, but, you know, some people have really insightful questions that really, you know, ask interesting questions or they go into interesting scenarios. And so some of our writers will come back. I mean, we have some articles that have hundreds of comments because the writers have come back and they've answered them and they've given more information, where to find more and so on. We also do polls. We do surveys uh, for more in-depth information. But some of the polls, you know, simple questions can tell you a lot about what people are interested in. And of course, we look at our traffic stats and we look at you know, how are people getting there? And if they're coming from search engines, what are they searching on? So what are the search queries? That's gold. That tells you so much about what people are interested in. And, you know, it changes over time and it changes seasonally too. what people happen to be interested in. So during the pandemic, you know, people were interested in certain things. And now we're seeing a little shift in what they're interested in. So tell us about the start of the pandemic and what you saw and how you helped and how you responded. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it left everybody reeling, I think. I mean, I, I believe people, you know, couldn't believe it was happening, you know, when it, when it occurred and, and that it would go on as long as it did. And, and I know a lot of small businesses really got hurt. They really got hit. And not just the ones that are brick and mortar. We tend to think about those like, restaurants and so on. And, and clearly, those businesses were, were heavily impacted in a negative way by COVID. But, you know, the industry, the, everything is a, an ecosystem, as you know, Ami. You know, everybody's feeding off of one another. And so 
all the issues rippled throughout the industry. And I'll give you a, like an, an example just with my own business. So we're a business site and most of the advertising on our site, because we're ad revenue based, is uh, from business services, those trying to reach a business audience. But during the pandemic, you know, when all the cruises came to a halt, when uh, Disney World shut down and so on, you had Disney just literally stopped advertising overnight, as well as, you know, cruise ships and, and so on. That had a huge impact on the whole advertising industry. And even though we don't really get advertising from Disney and cruises and entertainment venues and so on very much, we were impacted because the whole industry was impacted. You know, they say a rising tide lifts all boats. Well, <laughs> a dropping tide drops all boats. And, and so I think what you saw with small businesses is even those you might not have expected to have been impacted were simply because the whole ecosystem was. I don't know if you saw that. Did you see oh, that? Oh, absolutely. Is this what you do full-time? Yes, a full-time. I have a full-time team. Uh, we're a virtual team. So everybody is, you know, working virtually. Uh, most of the people have been with me quite a while. So oh, many good years. for you. So the pandemic hit, and tell me, tell us through those months of the pandemic, did the storylines change? Did the needs of the community change? What what happened? Well, there was a lot of interest in just knowing the basics at first about how to deal with COVID. So for the first couple of months, people were just searching around. You know, what what do I do about a mask policy? What do I do about uh, you know my employees? You know, my people want to work at home. How do I how do I deal with them? Because some employers had never had to deal with remote workers before. And so this was a huge issue. And it went beyond just choosing something like Zoom, you know, to hold conference calls. You, you had all kinds of things uh, like, you know, how, did you, how do you get people to stay engaged? And, and how do you make sure everything gets done when everybody's working from their homes? So there was a lot of interest in that, just how to work from home, how to deal with that. Interestingly enough, we had a lot of interest in people wanting to know how to sell, you know, I mean, because they had to sell to stay in business. So a lot of our sales articles were heavily in demand during that time, even, even the second quarter of last year, uh, when, you know, when COVID really caused everything to take a nosedive. Uh, but there was a lot of interest. People, you know, what I took from that is small business owners were not giving up. They were going to try twice as hard, you know. <laughs> so. But now, how are the needs or the interests changed? So now I think that what we're seeing, interestingly, there's a lot of interest in starting a business. So we, we're seeing that whole area has taken off really since the beginning of the year. I mean, people were just saying, hey, I want to start a business, whether it's a full-time business or a side gig, people are interested in that. Of course, there's a lot of interest in e-commerce and not just selling things, but selling services, maybe changing your whole business model around so that you can, uh, you know, you can, you can sell a service or you can sell something in a different way 
without people necessarily coming to a physical location. Uh, we are also seeing, uh, I think, a lot of interest right now in you know, how to grow your business. I think the whole marketing area is taking off because people are just like, hey, you know, we're, we're going to get out there. We're going to do twice as well this time. Um, a lot of interest in the financial area too. And I think a lot of business owners learned a very important lesson. And the lesson that they learned is you must have some kind of retained earnings cushion because those who came through were those who had some money they could call on. If you were like the typical small business that we understand has, you know, less than one month's uh, money in reserve to meet expenses, well, one bad month like COVID and, and that's a terrible, you know, terrible blow. But if you had more months in reserve, you could get through the worst of it and start making your way out of it. And so we're now seeing a lot of interest in people wanting to just figure out, you know, how do I, how do I set up a retained earnings fund? And when you're a, an LLC or sole proprietor, that could be as simple as setting up a, a savings account at your bank, you know, a business savings account, putting X amount in it every month. Um, you know, how do I use funding like a loan wisely? How do I use other types of funding so that I can make sure I, I can keep some money, but still meet my current expenses? So seeing a lot of that interest going on. And so how do you choose what content to prioritize on your site or how do you curate it? Well, we, we see what's popular now. We, we really heavily look at uh, Google Analytics, for example, and we have some other sources of information uh, about what people are interested in, what's really hitting, what's really hot. So we, we look at those areas and we try to do more around them. And we also look at um, like upcoming events. If there are upcoming events that would be important to small businesses or seasonality, uh, we try to be ahead of it several months. So we're creating content now for like the holiday season because you can't create it in November 1st because the holiday is already upon you at that point. You know, so you need to be creating it now, getting it ready, get it out there so that maybe it gets a little foothold in uh, Google or Bing, the, you know, the other stake, the other uh, search engines, um, Microsoft search engine, so that when the holidays do roll around and people start looking for that kind of content, you're there with it and it. it's fresh and it's up to date and it's relevant to this year, not three years ago, that kind of thing. As you look into the future for your site, what do you see? So, you know, we've often talked about whether we should branch out and get into, you know, more consumer types subjects and so on. Uh, and, and we've pretty much decided now that's just not us, you know, and there's a lot of competition among consumer sites. So you probably are not going to see us ever creating content around Kim Kardashian. Okay, nothing against Kim Kardashian, but you know, unless so she's doing a startup or a business issue, we're not gonna be writing about the latest thing Kim's doing, so. 
we're going to focus on, you know, small business issues. Uh, sometimes they don't always seem that sexy, but you would be surprised what people are interested in and, you know, how much traffic you can get from basic articles like how to start a business or low cost ways to do marketing or things like that. And I always, you know, I have to test myself on me because you know, I've been doing this now for 17 years, right? Actually 18. And so to me, I'm thinking, oh, that's so basic. You know, that topic is so basic. We've written about that like 30 times before. And we have, but you know what? Someone comes along and says, hey, we can do a better job on that. We can maybe take five of those articles we have that sort of are on this subject and let's combine them in and improve them and make one really great article on the topic. And, and so I have to listen to my team, you know, I have to be open and I have to listen when they say, you know, we really should do that because there's a lot of interest we're seeing, looking at our analytics in a certain topic and therefore let, let's do a better job at it. And and it's paid off, you know, just by being open and listening. And I would say business owners just, you know, especially if you've been at your business a while, everything may seem old hat and you may be tempted to just dismiss it. But the basics are what run business. I mean, they're, they're really the key to success, getting the basics right. And whether you're in content or whatever business you're in, just get those things right and people are interested because you always have new people who are interested. You know, you don't, you don't necessarily have the same readers or you know, same audience. You're going to have new people and they're interested to them. That basic article on, you know, low cost ways to do marketing is new and, and marketing changes too. So you have to be relevant. You know, an article you had seven years ago is probably way outdated and some of it just isn't relevant anyway. There's no point in kidding yourself. Just make it better, make it more relevant, improve it. And I think every business owner can do that. You know, and I think the savvy business owners do that naturally. You know, that's happening naturally. But, but if you haven't done that, you know, just, just stop and think about that would be my advice. Awesome. Anita? If our listeners want to check you out, where do they find you? Well, our URL is smallbiztrends, smallbiztrends.com. So they can, um, you know, they can go to the site uh, and I'm on social media. I can be reached there. I'm on Twitter. I mean, our main account is smallbiztrends on Twitter, but I'm at Anita Campbell on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I mean, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. So if you, awesome. if you look up small business trends or small biz trends or Anita Campbell, you're probably going to find us and, you know, reach out. Anita, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us and our listeners. I wish you a great day and hope you have some fun this summer. <laughs> you too, Ami. Have a great time. Great. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today on Ami Sites with your host, Ami Kassar the foremost SBA thought leader. Make sure you visit us at multifunding.com where you can meet our advisory team and learn more about how we help entrepreneurs fund their future.